God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Stugatz. Uh, Billy, you were laughing at me right before we started. My wife walked by. She muttered something under her breath. Uh, feel free to share it with the audience. Go ahead. Your wife just kind of said, what are you wearing? Which was a fair question because you're wearing uh, what appears to be a beanie while we're recording yeah. this today. Yeah. It's a ski hat. Uh, it's freezing down here. It's a Grateful Dead ski hat. It's got to steal your face right across, uh, right in the middle here. And yeah. it's a couple of things, Billy. It is, listen... December football, you got to wear a ski hat. Okay, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is it is freezing down here in South Florida. I like free, Bill. You're down here, so you can attest. The yeah. last two days, three days, it's been cold. It's been dreary. It's been rainy. It's been cloudy, overcast. It's been disgusting. And so yeah. I figured, hey, I'm two weeks away from Cancun, Mexico. A little playing in the sand. We got football. I've a cold weather in South Florida. It's a good time for a ski hat. How about that? Um, okay, so you're revealing a lot here. One, it's Wednesday morning. Uh, two, Mikey A does not feel bad for us at all because it's like maybe 60 down here now. It's actually warming up, but it's the coldest it's been, I think they said, in like 30 years on Christmas. But it's been like, and I don't want people from outside of this area to like be like boohoo, which is exactly what's going to happen. It's yeah. been like a miserable cold because it's been like, 40s which for us is like unheard of but like raining the whole time so like you can't go outside and enjoy it i have to build a swing set that santa claus delivered for my daughter but santa i guess because of the rain didn't build it himself so i have to build it but i haven't been able to because (laughs) of the rain also stugatz just a quick question yeah um you're also wearing a grateful dead shirt so did you coordinate that or is that just like half of your wardrobe also just another worked out today bill that's it are you you're going to Cancun in the middle of the NFL playoffs. How are we yes. going to do this show? Uh, I will figure it out. I mean, I'm going to bring my microphone. We have Zoom. I have internet where I'm going. Uh, I'll be doing it from Mexico on a beach. And who knows? Maybe uh, George R. R. Martin might come on one. I mean, who yeah. knows, Billy? Yeah. Oh, Stugatz, yeah. this is changing the game now because I'm thinking – we could have George R. R. Martin pick games with his Lord of the Rings coin or whatever nah, show it is that he does. Think, what show does yeah. he do? Is it Lord Game of the Rings? Thrones. It was Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. He, he, he flicked <laughs> me a coin one time. I had no idea who he was. Uh, it was yeah. weird. It was weird. It started off as like, that's George R. R. Martin, the guy who wrote Game of Thrones, created Game of Thrones. I chummied up, you know, I chummed up to him. We became friends. Uh, he flicked me a coin. Uh, the coin had some sort of meaning to Game of Thrones fans, mm. and I flicked it to a friend of mine, and it ended up in the sand, and everyone was upset with me. And so, hmm. uh, yeah, I see George there every single year, and uh, hopefully we'll see him again this year. And Billy, I'll bring him on. And how about this? Bob Weir, massive San Francisco 49er fan. And when I'm there, I mean, they might be playing a playoff game. I'll bring yeah. him on. We'll talk about it with him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're just going to be able to go up and grab him and bring him to you. You don't know the access like, I have there. I mean, you're going to sequester him in your hotel room to talk about the 49ers? Like, that's kidnapping. <laughs> Billy, the, there was, uh, the last time I was there, the Niners were in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> and so the dead were playing on a Sunday, okay? And they started the show at like five in the afternoon. So the game was on. Bob had all the TVs. Usually you see Mayer, Bob Weir, the drummers, they're jamming out. He put the Niner game on the TVs and they performed on stage. It was glorious. Oh, <laughs> was it glorious? This is an awful lot of promises from a guy that I'm not 100% sure brings his microphone. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not even certain I can get into Mexico. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get so many things out. I'm joking. <laughs> I am teasing. Uh, listen, we have a fun, fun couple of episodes for you here. Uh, oh. Sims is going to come on here in just a minute, okay? Chris Sims and Billy Gill. I mean, Mikey, yeah, you and I might be able... By the way, Mikey, how cold is it where you are right now? Just so we can establish what the fuck is going on here. How cold is it where uh, you are? I, I think it's going to be a high of like 35 today. Okay. Mm. I mean, perhaps I'm overselling that. it since there's not a cloud in the sky today, Billy. It's <laughs> 64 degrees. <laughs> no, we've hit gray season here in Connecticut where basically you won't see blue sky or a sun until probably mid-May. Right. Okay. That's depressing. It is. Yes. It really is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But Billy, it felt like that for a couple of days down here. You could feel it, right? Oh, yeah. I, you, oh, you know what yeah. I did to? You know what I had to do today, Mikey? And you won't believe I this. Like an asshole. <laughs> so I let out my dogs, and one of them was going after a lizard, and we're like, "Oh, there's a dead lizard." So like moments before this, I went outside. I'm like, "I gotta, I gotta go clean up that dead lizard before they get to it and like kill it." Well, I mean, it's dead, but eat it, whatever, right? Uh, so then I go out with like a dustpan. And I realized it's still moving. So I had to go get the lizard, take it out front and put it in the sun so it could thaw because the lizards freeze here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. This wasn't one of the big ones because you'll have the big ones fall out of the trees and they're frozen. You think they're dead. Then you like put it in your car or something comes to life. It attacks you and kills you. So I had to go put it in the front of the house and let it thaw out a little bit. So I basically do the same thing. I bas- basically just sit there and just freeze and then you can thaw yeah. me out later. You th- yeah. thaw yourself out. So guys, this is... uh. This could be an all-timer for us today because... I feel like it's going to be, Billy. I feel like me and Mikey A are about to watch a brawl. I mean... Well, no. There's lots of things going on, and I'm surprised that we haven't addressed this yet. J.J. Watt retired on social media yesterday. It was just like, eh, I'm done after this year. And you haven't made a mention of J.J. Watt retiring yet, which is pretty impressive. Maybe you'll get to it now with Sims. Uh, Sims had uh, an interesting week for himself because he had the Zach Wilson thing, which is like huge egg on his face because he was like a big Zach Wilson guy. But also he had the Tua game, which was really the Tua fourth quarter, which I think, and we'll see how I play it because I think I know my strategy here with Chris Sims. My strategy is going to be, I mean, Chris, he had a concussion. What I mean, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? So we'll see if that works and if I could kind of fend off Chris Sims for a little bit. I feel like I won't be able to, though. Billy, you know what the W in J.J. Watt stands for? No. Not winning rings. <laughs> How about that? I mean, you want me to do a stand-up routine on J.J. Watt, I'll do it. I mean, I will. I got plenty of them. They're not it good, like but I got plenty was, of them. I think that was all you had. I think that I think that, you no, I think that was your one bullet and you shot it. You had two out. days to prepare for it, and that was it. J.J. Watt's Hall of Fame bust should include a camera in front of it. <laughs> J.J. Watt's, Watt's Hall of Fame bust should just should be, be his career. <laughs> what was it? I'm sorry. I stepped on your joke. J.J. Watt's Hall of Fame bust should just be his career. <laughs> I had no idea he was still playing. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, though, JJ. He's gonna, he's gonna probably. You're the first... second best Watt in the NFL. I don't know. <laughs> JJ <laughs> Watt shouldn't make the Hall of Fame, the Watt Hall of Fame. Wow, jeez, <laughs> that was terrible. I thought you were gonna go for like, uh, you know. 
He ran out of electricity, something like that. <laughs> it's even worse. He's going to be a first ballot guy probably, right? Like he's going to have his, his speech. His speech is going to be something. Listen, listen. He's going to be a first ballot guy five years from the day he retires from the NFL. J.J. Watt will go into the Hall of Fame. And uh, if you think J.J. Watt is not going to make that weekend all about J.J. Watt, then you don't know J.J. Watt. I mean, that's You need to so, go. Yes, his, his speech is going to go 35 minutes past the limit, okay? <laughs> you need to go. Do you think we're still going to talk to I'm each other go. five years from go. now? Should we all go, the three of us? Will we still be doing this? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> How about this? Let's make let's make a pact. Put it on the poll. Will we be doing this <laughs> five let's years make a- from now? Will we still be doing this? Put that on the poll. And should we, God bless football, attend the JJ Watt Hall of Fame ceremony? Yeah, that's a great question, Bill. People will want me there. They would. JJ would want me there. Uh, no, he would not. But let's <laughs> let's let's make a pact. If if we're not doing this anymore, let's just have a reunion at the Hall of Fame five years yeah. from now, where we go. Uh, can I Big wear Vaselli. my ski hat? Yeah, sure. It's cold up there, Bill. I've been there. You haven't been there. I mean, I know we're going in the summer, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's in August. Freezing. <laughs> it's in Canada. <laughs> it's. Hi. It's in Ohio. It feels Cold like hands. Canada. <laughs> Billy, are you ready for what Chris Sims is going to do to you in a second? Are you ready? Because he is coming in here guns blazing, dude. I know you got him on Zach Wilson. Kind of a big weekend. We have the uh, college football playoff semifinals coming up. Yeah. Big weekend in the NFL. Sims got you. Billy? Billy. You want to tell the audience how you're going to come back? I know you've been thinking about it. So I think every time he mentions Tua, you mention Zach Wilson. Tua, Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson. Tua, Zach Wilson. It'd be a great game. It was probably, and I I don't want to exaggerate, it was probably the greatest Christmas present he could have gotten, right? It was that fourth quarter from Tua. And then, like, on Monday when it came out, like, oh, he he maybe had a concussion, which, by the way, we haven't gotten into. But the the Twitter doctors were out again yesterday. There was a doctor, one in particular, that I saw suggest that Tua should be suspended for the rest of the year for not disclosing that he had a concussion and trying to play through, which was great. And I wanted to reply to him that Tua should be charged with murder because that was a thing the last time. But I didn't because this doctor was replying to absolutely everyone. And then I went to his profile and I think that he had himself listed as the fantasy football doctor or something like that. I'm like, not. Not gonna do it. This is <laughs> this guy is just fishing for this today, and he just wants these comments back so he can go after people. Not are gonna you, do it. Are you gonna play the uh, the concussion card against Sims? Are you gonna use that as a part of your arsenal? Your argument back to what was concussed? I mean, let's see how it goes with Sims today. I don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. so excited. I'm so excited. I'm You're like... gonna go, yeah, I, I look. <laughs> If Mikey gets to him first, I don't know that there's going to be enough Chris Sims left for me to even talk to him. No, there'll be plenty of Sims left because whatever Mikey A dishes out at him, he's going to take it out on you. And you're going to be a coward and you'll retreat inside of five minutes. Okay? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Today I'm going to be all about player safety. <laughs> Sims, are you wondering why I'm wearing a ski hat today or... 
because you're a soft Floridian and it's probably 56 <laughs> degrees out. That's why. You see, he gets me, Billy. He gets me. He knows me. And that's why I love Chris Sims. You're exactly <laughs> right. It's actually 62, not a cloud in the sky. Oh, even worse. Oh, my gosh. What a saucy. Look at what look at what happened. You used to be a tough Long Island guy, could handle it all. Now you're down there sipping pina coladas, and if it gets below 70, it's like, oh, gosh, it's cold. I got to put my winter hat on. It's actually 71 where I am, so Stu Gatz. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. The is falling out of trees down here. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What are you wearing there today? What's this little getup you're wearing, this T-shirt and hat combination, Mr. Stylish? So the T-shirt hat combo, uh, and Billy's right, he pointed this out during the Open. I'm wearing a Grateful Dead ski hat and a Grateful Dead shirt. Uh, I did not think about that. I don't think at all so when I get dressed, so I just throw a bunch of shit on. Uh, but listen, it is, it's December. We're inching closer to the playoffs. It is cold. I need to wear a ski mask. There's something about wearing... Well, I've been wearing a ski mask my entire life, stealing money from this industry. But I need to wear a ski hat, okay? Because that's football weather, December plus. And you'll love this, Sims. You can't go. I am going to see Dead & Company in Cancun, Mexico in a couple of weeks. I'm starting to get a little excited, you know? I, 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 that's worth getting excited for. Right. Wow. So you're going to go see the Dead in Mexico, Cancun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, um, I, yeah. I like their symbol. I don't even think I realized that was their symbol, but I, yeah. it's a cool little shirt and, and hat combo. And wait, so are you going to go see them on a weekend? Or are you going to miss work to go see the Dead? How's that going on? It's during the playoffs. It's a Friday uh uh, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Let me think about this. Friday concert. I mean, there's concerts all four, uh, four nights. Dead and Company plays Friday. Off. Uh, they play Saturday off Sunday. Play Monday, Tuesday, and then I come back Wednesday. So I'll be wow. there. Wow. Yeah, I'll be. Listen, I'm going to record with you from Cancun, Mexico, and you are going to see me in a way. Well, I was going to say you've never seen me before, but you have. You just haven't known it, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think I knew it once or twice. But, yeah, I mean, now, exactly. Now now you can just throw it in my face. You just yeah. smoke and, like, drink and right in front of me and be like, I'm on vacation. Damn, what a great job you got. I mean, Levitard, they just let you go wherever the fuck you want in the middle of the playoffs. And, like, hey, yeah. we don't even know if you're watching the game Sunday or if you're getting high watching <laughs> the dead. But we'll let you talk about it anyways. Jeez, where can I get that job? Exactly. Listen. <laughs> Who's working this week and who's not? That's what I would ask you. Okay? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, something's wrong. That will be my vacation week, okay? <laughs> BFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock. The Unbuttoned Podcast, Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football. Uh, you are dressed up. You look great today. Uh, we figured you got dressed up to crush Billy's soul. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm always out to crush Billy's soul. That's wow. that's always a that's always something to do during the pod. But no, I'm at, we're, we're doing it on a Tuesday. I'm I'm getting ready to do my pod. I just got done with PFT. I was watching a little film. I come in here. And then I got my podcast at 12 p.m. And I'll do that for about an hour and a half or so and do a few other videos. And uh, But, yeah, I'm in my Studio 6 where I usually talk to Florio. Uh, but it's a good setup. You guys good? Billy good? Mike, Mikey A, you good? Mm. 
Yeah, good. This seems like an awful lot of chatter, you know, to avoid talking about Zach Wilson. But yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, he uh, oh no. Oh, we, we, we can talk about that, or we we can oh, chatter no. and also talk about, you know, I mean, I, yeah, it looks like I might take an L with that one. We'll see where it goes. I took some W's this weekend too. Yes, you did. To a, yes, you did. <laughs> oh, wow. And wow. So he's doing, uh, he's just, doing your strategy. Wow. To you. He is. Every time he I bring up Wilson, he's bringing wow. up two. Sims, right going before after. you came on, I said every time, every time that uh, that Sims mentions Tua, Billy should mention Zach Wilson. But you've stolen that strategy from him. Well, done. <laughs> well, I, well, first off, like you guys are like you're. Look, let's go into the Zach Wilson. That was horrible. They got dominated. You know, it's over. He'll never be the quarterback of the Jets, nor should he want to be. So I think it's just best that they split apart. <laughs> what do you mean, nor should he want to be? What's wrong well, with being well, the quarterback well, I, of the I Jets? Just, I don't. I'm not. I don't know why you'd really want to stay. The organization has, sure. you know, bumbled the situation. The fan base has clearly turned on you, and I don't really see where it turns around. So it's like one of those, almost like Evan Ingram you saw with the Jaguars. There, he just needs to get out of New York, get out of the you know, bad karma or juju or whatever. And then hopefully he can go to a place and, and rejuvenate his career and rebuild himself that way. I mean, that that's, that's kind of the way I look at it more than anything, but like, you know, I don't ever, my point of this and going down this road is like, you know, you guys fit into like the asshole hater category after that game there. You know, I don't ever wow. hear anything when, you know, things are good or Chris predicted this would happen and all that. I don't get a text from you. But when it's Chris said something and then, whoa, it was wrong and we have a chance to shit on him, I wake up on those mornings and always have text messages from you guys. So uh, that's where my bone is to pick from you guys. You guys have uh, hit the uh, hater Chris Sims uh, texting group there. That's that's what you are. We're I will. I, I, no, no. I will say that, Chris, I did text you right after the Dolphins game, and I said, this is the greatest Christmas present you would have ever had. You could have ever gotten <laughs> with the two of things. And then we even tweeted out the video correction from when you had predicted the Geno Smith thing. We had tweeted out a correction on that this past wow, week. Now, I, did, I did not see that. Yeah, I yeah. will say this, though, Chris. Yes. I but mean, that's because you were feeling bad about your Friday morning hate text. That's why. So you decided to give me some love on Sunday. Probably. No. You know? I, I was, right, I, right. Here's the thing, though, Chris. I, it, it's just, it's kind of sad. I don't want to say I'm disappointed in you, but I'm a little disappointed in you that you're taking so much pleasure in a man getting a concussion and, and trying to tough his way through it. And falling short, you know. No, I, I'm I'm not. I, I give them. I'm, I'm all for that. To me, that that the issue there. I mean, wherever you guys want to start. I mean, first off, how does the spotter not see that? I saw it live. You know, I, I saw it live, and me and producer Matt Casey for NBC's, you know, Football Night in America, we were going like right away, like whoa, whoa, his head hit the ground hard there. So that was shocking. They didn't see that. You know, uh, it, it is unfortunate. I feel bad for him. It, it's one of those where. You go, wait, did that affect these bad decisions in the second half? But he made some other plays that were kind of good, and you go, well, that that was good, so it didn't affect them there. Uh, just, man, that's that had to be the worst loss of them all for the Dolphins and Tua. Uh, that that was. one was where, right? I mean, yeah. the other games, we can understand why they lost. They battled all that. This is a game where I, if they play the Packers 10 times, they win nine of them. And they really just pissed down their leg in this one and were on the, the precipice of blowing them out a few times and then just couldn't do that. And then 
you know, crap down their leg and let the Packers steal one from them. Yeah, they had a 10-point lead. They had a 7-point lead at halftime. They didn't score in the second half. Tua had the three interceptions. And he's earned the right for us to be like, whoa, what the fuck happened there, Chris? Because he's been so accurate with the football. Right. One interception is one thing. Three and a half. Like, no, we haven't seen that from Tua. You know? No, no, that's right. You know, again, that's the surprising thing. He's played clean football throughout the year. You know, and this is, is this went into the category of like that 49ers game where, yeah, the stats look good, right? But we knew we missed some plays and some throws that we were like, man, we haven't seen that. Okay, so what? We'll come back next week. This was one where you were like, wait, the throws made you scratch your head? And then the decisions on top of it was like double whammy where you just I, – I, that's where I couldn't really wrap my head around the situation. The first interception, the little quick RPO play action, and you guys saw that. And there was five guys over there. I, I don't even know if you made the perfect throw if that would have worked. And let alone the throw was not right either. You know, the second one, Mozart not even looking, running up the seam, throwing the ball while he's not looking, and then a linebacker clearly being in the path. And then the third one was really bad too because the first read was open, and it's like he made up his mind before the play even happened. Chris, you know what I've noticed about Tua, and he's going to have to make this adjustment He's going to run the play. It's like he doesn't even look sometimes. He turns and just assumes the receiver is going to be there. Yes, and he right. makes the throw no matter what, and he doesn't improvise at all. And he can't really scramble, and he's going to have to make those adjustments. Yeah, he's going to have to make those adjustments. You're right. He's not He's not a guy that's scrambler. He can hop and move and be quick around the pocket. He can get the ball out of his hands quickly. But, yes, he can hang on receivers a little too long. And I also, to that point, Stu Gatz, I think, you know, you know, to to take a little bit of or, or their context of the situation, he's used to them, you know, being open a little too. He's been spoiled by the year. And, hey, if you just do this and read this, this guy will be open every time. And, you know, like we've said a few times here the last few weeks, this is the first stretch of the season where – just things haven't been easy, and there's been some drives where you go, whoa, you know, they did have a good plan, or they we were covered, and we had some issues there, uh, and that's where he has to adjust, uh, certainly. Is that a combination, though, of of teams adjusting to McDaniel's game plan also? Like, not just Tua needs yeah. to adjust. They've adjusted to McDaniel, so now they kind of know what's coming. That's right. They, they, you know, they, 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 they've, you know, like we, we hit on last week, the copycat league, and you know, here we are week by week, you know, teams have put out, oh, 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 wait, I, you know, the Chargers go into the game going, oh, I, I like what San Francisco did against that. So they steal that and then they put it in there and then they have their new wrinkle and then the Bills play them and go, oh, wait, I'm going to steal a little bit of what the Chargers did. Oh, and I did like what the 49ers did. And then, you know, and then you get against the Packers and they go, oh, wait, the Bills did this and they steal from all three. So that's what you talk about when somebody kind of lays a little bit of a blueprint to slow certain aspects down. That's when the copycat league comes into effect and teams start to wait. I'm going to steal that idea. And I got my own idea that I think can slow this part of their offense down. And you start to see defenses come up with a Rolodex of like how to play the Miami McDaniel offense. What should the Dolphins do with Tua? Because like, there's the always the overreaction when he has the concussion situation. Where now right. the thing is, well, they shouldn't let him play for the rest of the season. Which, I mean, they could technically make it in if they win the last week of the season, but the rest of the season could be two weeks, right? So like, maybe they shouldn't have him play the rest of the season. But he has been getting lots of concussions on hits that seem like average hits that he just hits the ground so right. hard. Yeah. But they don't have picks, so they can't go out and draft a quarterback. So what should they do with Tua? Should they like play him if he clears protocol? 
Should they be in the market for another quarterback? I mean, it seems like this is their guy because what are they do they hope that Lamar Jackson becomes available and they try to sign him what can they do with him at this yeah point? well I, I wouldn't be shocked if some of those op- options are kept open I feel like they're going to go with Tua now the discussion of this week and the concussions and all of that you know that goes into not only that goes into personal and professional and the feel of Tua and of course we know the doctors got to clear him before any of that is even possible. But like I'll say this at the very least, Billy. I don't know if I have a right answer, but we're at a point where you do you start to get concerned a little bit just as a human, and you start to also like get concerned in the fact of professionally. Like, there's only two injuries that can kind of get you put in the black book in the NFL. Neck injury and head injury. Teams, no matter how good you are, if there's a little too much concern in those areas, they go, man, he's awesome, but I just can't take the chance because of that injury. That's where it's scary a little bit, too. And then add on to what you're saying, Billy, he's a smaller guy where, you know, to your point, you, you don't see Mahomes or Allen or those guys get tackled like that and then have their body lose total control where they can't stop their head from bashing right. into the ground. Yeah. You know, so that's where his smaller frame, you know, it can't always handle the forces of the game. And that's where it's a little scary at the very least, even if they're going forward with two and next year and all that, they got to get a backup that they feel really good about. And I would say one that two, that's also doesn't have an injury history like Teddy Bridgewater. You can't, you know, back up Mr. Glass with Mr. Glass. I'm being funny here, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that's where they got to certainly think about that, too. You know, Sims, I was thinking about this. The backup quarterback, because of all the injuries, concussions, how quickly teams are to remove their right. quarterback, it's becoming increasingly important uh-huh. to have not one but two quarterbacks. Yeah. And the value for backups is going to go way up. Like, I, Gardner Minshew made it look easy in that Eagles offense, man. Right. I, I think, you know, again, yeah, with these ticky-tack as the concussion protocols become as compared to the old days, and if you do have a good team, you got to be smart and protect yourself. And that's where the Eagles are smart. They value the quarterback position, the backup quarterback position. And again, that was my point last week with some of the waves I made. I, I wasn't trying. I never said that the Eagles were better with Gardner Minshew. I right. know that they're at their best with Jalen Hurts. My point was the Eagles are awesome. And that team there with just, you know, a really top end backup quarterback you didn't see much of a drop-off of their offense, let alone this is the first game he played the whole year. What's he going to look like if he gets a few underneath his belt? That's all I was trying to say to people. And damn, I mean, there they were. They turned the ball over four times and should have won the game. And I, I think that just speaks to the team a little bit, yeah. Billy, I think I'm thinking there's a market for Sims if he gets in some shape. I mean, the wow. guy can, you know, he can fling the pill. I mean, no he'll be way. back a quarterback. How about no that? No way. I'll, I'll be, like, out with a hip injury, like, the first time I get underneath the center and try to push away. So it's, it's a over. A sneeze injury. <laughs> what does Matt Moore do that you can't, Chris? Come on. Exactly. Well, he's just younger and can take a pounding better than I can. That's the problem. I'd literally be afraid, be like, oh, man, that's the fourth time I've been hit in the first quarter. I hope my back doesn't go out before the next drive starts. That's what I would be like. I'm at that age, Billy. There's no chance. Uh, Chris, the Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett uh, less than a season into it. The Broncos say they still believe in Wilson. They have to say that. They also said that he's fixable. So I ask you, do you think he's fixable? And who would be the guy if it were left up to you? 
who would be the guy you would hire to fix Russell Wilson? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, one, like you said it, right? I mean, the, they don't have much wiggle room here. Of course the GM, George Payton, is going to say that. I mean, if that totally fails and it's a disaster, it's just on him. And so if, if we, if, if that's not, you know, fixable, then he's going to be fired next year as well. So he's got to hope for the best here, let alone all the money they've paid him and all the assets they traded away to get him. Uh, so they got to make it work. There's pressure there. And, you know, fixable? Yes, he's fixable. Is he, uh, you know, is he going to be what he tried to want in this situation where he wanted to go to a place like he told everybody? He's been on TV here. I'm not telling anybody that. He wanted to go to a place and be the Josh Allen or Mahomes where everything ran around him. The offense goes through him. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. No way. He's shown nothing that he's capable of that. Let right. alone, I think the big thing is, you know, his conservative decision making in the pocket, the inability to, you know, not throw the ball over the middle of the field. He watches the rush too much, and that's fine and dandy. He could get away with that four and five years ago, but that was when he was fast and athletic. Now, when we talk about quarterbacks who are, you know, athletic, could do things outside the pocket, I mean, Russell doesn't come up in that conversation till what? the seventh or eighth quarterback down the road here a little bit. So, you know, that's where they're going to have to find the right formula to make him fixable. And I don't know, I, you know, the the guy that, of course, Sean Payton comes to mind right off the bat. Uh, how could he not? You know, he understands how to, you know, run an offense. He understands how to build it through the quarterback and what the quarterback does and doesn't do well. And then he understands also a smaller quarterback. So he'll understand how to protect that and, and work with that. That would be the number one guy. The other guy that I threw out there today on PFT, because listen, to me, this is not a job. You can't give it to a first-year, first-time head coach, right? This has got to be, a, a, to me, somebody tried and true and been been the CEO or the boss of an organization. Jim Harbaugh is the other one I'd throw out there, just off wow. the top of my head. Yeah. Right? And I could see him implementing a style of, hey, we're going to play defense, we're going to run the ball, a little bit like he played in Seattle early on in his career. We're going to run, we're going to bootlegs, play actions, play through the defense. Hey, it's the fourth quarter, Russ. We're down by three or we're up by three. Now we need you to go be clutch and finish the game out. Uh, to me, that's where they're still fixable. Um, but, yeah, there's some concerning things about his game. To, to You just wonder what he is or what he can potentially be as we go forward. You mentioned Sean Payton, and there had been kind of news this week that he's building this super team of coaches that he's going right. to try to go and just take over somewhere. Before the season, we were talking about Dallas. They can't really get rid of McCarthy, can they, with Dallas's record? So where would Sean Payton end up? I, that, that you know maybe Denver. one Dallas like I, I'm with you there and uh, uh, this is the only Although, thing I'll Chris, say if they lose a playoff game I'm well, not that's, so certain that's, like that's, that's, that, that's, game, that's right. exactly what I was going to say yes. to you Stu guys what right. if they lose their first playoff game and it's mismanaged and we have a clock situation right. or issues with the team right I would think McCarthy could be in trouble right. you know especially with a guy like Sean Payton looming on the horizon out there yeah, so th that's where I see that, to, to Stugatz's point. You know, after that, uh, that that's the million-dollar question here. And, you know, that's why I don't think Denver, it sounds like Vic Fangio is going to be part of this all-star coaching staff he's put together, which I would have a hard time thinking Vic's going to go back to Denver and be the D coordinator there. So yep. that's where I think Denver maybe doesn't happen. You know, then you get into the Colts. 
Carolina. And who else am I missing here? There's another team I'm missing. Oh, and, you know, the Houston Texans, I would think that's going to be a job that becomes available. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but would the Arizona, he wanna, Card- would Arizona he Cardinals, wanna, got my eye on that. Would he want to start from the ground, like building up again, like with this super team? I mean, I mean, I know that's what's gonna he's gonna have to do, but is that right. something that he's gonna want to do? I, I, I would think what a guy like him would look at is I just want some young core talent and some key places and some money to play with. And like, right? There's rumors out there that he might go back to New Orleans. That's another thing that's out there right now. I have a. How hard about time Arizona, going. Chris? Well, yeah, Arizona is one of the teams I was just throwing out there to yeah, Billy. That's right. A, that's another yeah. one that I think is. You know, could be in that spot. I, I will say, you know, a team like Carolina. That's interesting. Expectations are low. They got some pieces on the O line. You know, they got some receivers that are, I think, a lot more talented than the nation or the national fan base realizes. Deep the defense is draft. legit. Right. Yeah. And then there's a quarterback draft, exactly, to where right. you could do that. And that would be something I, I would look at. I, I don't think the Colts is a, a horrible situation either. Now, yeah. the, the quarterback situation is a big issue there, but there's some other places or parts of that team that are certainly good and you can build on. Um, but, yeah, I think, Billy, it'd be more about some young core pieces to build around with some money to play with. Let me be very clear, Billy. If Dallas walks into Tampa Bay against an old Tom Brady who's not playing very well and a team that's not playing very well and they yeah, lose that first right. fucking playoff game, right. Mike McCarthy's gone. Goodbye. I, 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 I'm with you, Stu Gatz. I would, I would probably bet on that to happen, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I hear you. Uh, Chris Sims is with us. BFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock on Button Podcast, Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football. A uh, couple of quick ones here. Um the Jaguars. We've talked about them. We've talked about Trevor Lawrence. Chris, I think the ja- I think he's this good. The Jags are going to be in that playoff mix for the next decade, much like Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati, simply because they have that quarterback. Do you agree? I, uh, yeah, I do. The Jags okay. are th- that's my squad. That was I mean, this has been my if you if you listen to my podcast or PFT. You know, I got a bad record as far as picking games. I, I kept pick, of course, I picked Jacksonville to win like every game the first 11 weeks of the year. And then I now pick them to win, lose a bunch of close ones. And of course, they're winning them. But this is the team that, you know, before the year, I, I got a good look at them at the Hall of Fame game and saw them in person. I was going like, man, if there's a team that anybody wants to throw some money on and maybe cash in on the playoffs, it's the Jaguars. They got, you know, you talk about that game the other night. How small did the Jets look against the Jaguars? How small did the Jets' yes. defense look? I mean, yep. they just mashed you guys down the field on some series. It was just like, run for five, run for five. Evan Ingram for eight, another throw for ten, run for ten, run for five. You know, So they have some pieces in place. And Stu Gatz, like, yeah, I mean, I, as it stands right now, I was certainly wrong by putting Zach Wilson one in front of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, it's it's no longer like, is he good? And, oh, yeah, he's the franchise court. He He's definitely one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the game. And I think he's like firmly in there. You know, off the top of my head, I almost go, I think he's top seven, eight for sure. I mean, he's got it all. And you saw some of those superstar capabilities last Thursday on display. All right, Chris, quickly, I'm going to throw out because uh, Champ Bailey is waiting in the waiting room right oh, now. Oh, that's my boy right there, though. Tell oh, yeah, Champ you I said him hi. On? You we can let him in if you want. Yeah, come on. Champ's my man. We were teammates back in Denver. All right. Okay. I mean, Champ, Champ is the top five cornerback of all time for you, right? He better oh, be. With, uh, without a doubt. Like, I mean, for me, I, yeah. Champ, 
Champ will tell you he knows like when it came up time for him to be the Hall of Fame, I mean, I was everywhere. Like, uh, no, Champ Bailey's great, one of the greatest corners of all time. He goes for, in, there's no doubt about it. For me, it's Champ Bailey, it is Deion Sanders, it is Rod Woodson, it's Daryl Green, and it's right. Sauce Gardner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll substitute the <laughs> left out Revis. Let's be a Jets fan. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Jets fan who left out Revis. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Revis. Exactly. Revis. The guy that's on the ballot this year. Right. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Champ, what's up, man? How you doing, man? I am great. How are you guys? I'm doing good. Hey, wait. So, Stu Goss, like, so I got Champ, you know, kind of towards the end of his career, right? right. But still scary as shit. I mean, scary as shit. <laughs> To yeah. where, like, Champ used to do this thing where, you know, I used to see it on film, but I got to experience it in practice every day, where he might be playing cover two, right? And we'd put someone in the flat and someone behind him, and you'd go, well, he's screwed. We got him here. He's got to pick one of the two, and I got it. And Champ was, like, one of the only humans ever where I'd be like, wait, he's supposed to be screwed, but somehow I feel like I'm screwed here as I'm trying to make the decision. Because he could, he could stand in this situation, like in this body language, and he was so quick and could accelerate, and he was smart to read body language that he could kind of stay in both ways and kind of lean either way. And you were like, shit, I don't know where he's going to go. And he just was like just a scary And, and you presence. never had time to really dissect the whole situation, right? Like it, no. it was just never enough time. <laughs> no, never enough time. Not even in practice. When I knew I was getting not going to get hit, I still was like, "Damn, I just don't know what to do." And yeah, champs the champs the man. He was well, yeah. As a as a corner players. man, you gotta you gotta start noticing the clock, so to speak. You know, like there's a timer on it. You know, and if you if you got a really good pass rush, that thing speeds up tremendously. Right. And a half a second is a long time, you know, for a quarterback. So. It's you know I used to take advantage of it. Yeah, you did. You played with our minds. You you regretted that. Let alone if he played man to man, like it was like forget it. Let's just find somebody else to throw to. So right, Sims, right. I love you. He played with your mind, but he was also a superior athlete. I mean, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that helped. That helped a little bit. I mean, you're making him out to be Yoda. I mean, kind of made him good. Yeah, I mean, it kind of made him good. <laughs> yeah, you know, you 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 can only be athletic for so long. Some at some point, your mind has to catch up with the athleticism. And, right. and I stuck around long enough for that to happen. So yeah, you did, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. I, I I saw that first day. Derek Brooks was kind of the same way as Champ was, yeah. where like the skills maybe diminished physically a little bit, but he could make up with it because he had such great knowledge and feel for the game, where you didn't even notice the skills diminished because of that. Yep. that smartness. Yep, no doubt, no uh, doubt. Champ, we'll uh, we'll get to what you're doing with the Peach Bowl here in just a second. But right before we uh, you came on, we were talking about there's a premium now. There's an importance with backup quarterbacks with all the injuries to starting quarterbacks. And perhaps Sims, if he gets in shape, takes a year off from NBC, gets in shape, Sims could be a backup quarterback right now. What do you think? No doubt. <laughs> See? You know, Sims. It, it's, it's very rare that you're going to find a backup that comes in and plays pretty well, like a Gardner Minshew last week, right? Like right. he played yes. pretty well for a backup quarterback. And you look around the league, man, there's some starters that should be backups. And it's, it, it's, it's funny how that happens. Like you have your top tier guys, the Mahomes and Josh Allens, and then you just have a bunch of guys yeah. behind them. And it's, right. it's, it's ridiculous how that's happened the last few years. Yeah, it is. It's actually a great conversation. Yeah. I, I'm getting to the point where, like, I think you only break the break the bank for the Allen, the Mahomes, the Burrows, the Herberts, the Lamar Jacksons of the world, 
and everybody else, you're going to go, no, like you, you need a team or something to help you out, some sort of formula. There's very there's few, no doubt. Right. There's very few that can stand alone and just go, I can execute any offense or no matter what the situation is. Kind of like a DB, same thing. It's like, yeah. you know, there's you only gotta, a few that – Right. You got to draft those guys. Like yeah. you cannot find your quarterback of the future – in the open market it just doesn't happen like it used to you know it's it's rare you're gonna find a joe montana on the open market right so right right it's it's one of those things like same for corner you gotta find them pass rushers you gotta find them in the draft if you don't draft your stars you're just gonna be playing catch up and we see the broncos kind of going through that now yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, yeah. like, I, yeah, I, don't get it fucked up. I could not play backup quarterback. Yeah, you could. So, yeah, you nah, could, yeah. I definitely yeah, you couldn't. Could. I couldn't. Yeah. But give yourself some credit, this. Chris. Yeah. That, that, thanks, man. Thanks, I man. I mean, Champ Bailey's telling you you could. I would. I would probably listen. It's one thing when I tell you, but Champ Bailey's saying you can get it done. Uh, Sims, are you good to stay here for a minute? No, like, I got to. That's what I was going to say. I got to go here in a few okay. minutes. So I, I, you know, I could say another minute or two, but I do have a job and other things to do man. here. So. Busy man, busy man. Yeah. Respect. All right. So, well, before you get out of here, any any last words? For, Happy New Year to you, to you and your Happy family. Happy New Year to you. Um, any last words for uh, for Billy Gill about Tua? Uh, you want no. to, anything? No? no. No. I mean, I'm yeah. hopeful for you guys. Hopefully, you can you know right. sneak out a win. I want to see. I hope Tua plays this week. I I, I yeah. want him to play. Not yeah. not you know nothing personal. I want him to play because. You know, I want to see the Dolphins. I want to see him bounce back. I don't want him to endanger himself. Let me right. just say that. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. They're, they're, I'm shocked that we're sitting here four games in a row that they've lost. I thought for sure they were a playoff team and a scary team once they got in the playoffs. And here they are, you know, hanging on by a thread. Dolphins, Patriots, who wins that game? Sims on the way out. And Jets, uh, Seahawks, who wins that game on the way out? Just those two games. That's it. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Right. Okay, I'm going to go, even if it's Teddy That's Bridgewater, good, I'm going to go Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. And man, mm. the Seahawks, I do think, are a tough matchup for the Jets football team. Your Jets team can't run the ball that well. Seattle right is really good in the pass game, Yeah. right? And it, uh, I don't know who I'm going to pick there yet. I haven't come down to it. I'm going to say oh. Seattle in a close one as it stands right here on a Tuesday, you know, before the before I have to officially pick games. Uh, Chris and Champ, this is it's so Wednesday, Jets, all right? Two of us are Jet fans. Oh, yes, yeah, Wednesday. Okay, this, no, this is – yeah, it's Wednesday, Chris. Uh, this, this is so Jets that they have to beat a quarterback that they had on their roster eight fucking years ago to try to yep. get to the playoffs. <laughs> That's how it works in this league, man. What goes around no, comes never, around. Gino, this never happens. This is crazy. No. This is great. It, it's, I, 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 that's, that's where there's a part of me that's going to root for Geno and the Seahawks because, like, yes. the Jets fans and fan base fucked him out of the job just like they're doing to Zach Wilson. So right. I'd love karma to see come back and kick your guy's ass. There's all a part right. of me that'd like yeah. to see that for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. well, we love you, but, too. All right. all right. I love you, too. Happy New Zach. Year. Right. You yeah, avoided Zach good. Wilson. Yeah, man. Good to see you, Chris. Always. Good to see you. And go, Georgia. I'm always oh, rooting yeah. against Go, Georgia. I'm always rooting against Jim Harbaugh, so go, Georgia. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. Next time I want to hear you say go, dogs. All right. Mm. I'll say that maybe. Only Maria can make me say go, dogs. You know, she's (laughs) – Of course. That's heavy influence right there, buddy. Yeah. Jim, I will tell you that 10 minutes ago, right before you came, we had Braylon Edwards on, and he said, go Michigan, go Big Blue. I mean, just (laughs) 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 – They they have a chance to beat TCU. I'll give them that. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll uh, see you Sims, guys. get out of here. PFD with Mike Florio, Peacock every day. Uh, the Unbuttoned Podcast. Check them out there. Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football at C Sims QB on Twitter. We love you, dude. Happy New Year. We will talk to you next week. And in two weeks, I'll talk to you from Mexico. Okay. Peace. See you. Okay. <laughs> see you. We continue with Champ Bailey. So, Champ, talk to us about you're an honorary captain for the uh, Chick fil A Peach Bowl coming up. Uh, talk to us about that. What are you going to be doing? Honestly, don't know. Whatever they tell me to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, but, awesome. but I'm honored, man. You know, I played in this game, what, it's been almost 25 years now. Uh, long time ago, you know, it was the last game of my college career. So it's, it's, things come full circle. It, it's, it's, it's an honor to be back and, and be represented this way. And, and my dogs are in the game, so it's only fitting, right? Oh, it's going to be. Listen, and how do you feel about playing Ohio State? I don't. I personally, champ, don't think Ohio State. I can make a very good argument that Alabama, even with two losses, not making it to the conference championship game, is more deserving than Ohio State. But how do you feel about Ohio State making it to the playoff? You know, I I, I got to give them a lot of credit. They they deserve to be in. I mean, they lost one tough loss at the end against Michigan. Uh, you know, but that's a team that's in the playoffs, so that's a respectable loss, even though they got blew out. But, you know, you make a case for Bama in this way. Okay, Bama would be favored against three out of four of these teams, right? Yes. But you didn't win the games. You still got to win the games that matter. When you line up, if you don't win, you don't earn the spot. That's how you earn the spot is wins and losses. You can't look at who's the better team unless there's equal – I guess playing field when it comes to wins and losses, that's the only way you can look at, okay, well, who's the better team? But, yeah, we know Bama's a better team than three out of four of these teams, but they didn't win. (laughs) They didn't win the game. Yeah, but I love that we know that. They're still not in. We do know it, and they're still not in. (laughs) It it doesn't matter. They didn't earn it. You still got to earn it. You know, some some of the best players in the league get hurt. Some of the best players, you know, don't play up to their ability because of their team around them sucks or whatever. And then they become, you know, oh, this guy's better than him. But, okay, well, he didn't play great, you know. It doesn't matter if you don't have receivers and you're – you know, it depends, man. You know, you can't go and look at every little thing and say, okay, they deserve to be in because they're better. No, they got to win the games. That's that's the the qualifications, right? Yeah. Wins and losses. So Winning games, yep. Exactly. Uh, all the great quarterbacks that have come through uh, Georgia. Can you believe Stetson Bennett is the guy who's on the verge of winning back-to-back national championships? Hey, I'll tell you what. Being a South Georgia guy, I'm not surprised. Yeah. He's a South Georgia guy. That's just yeah. how we roll, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, no, man, we've had some great ones. Aaron Murray, Matthew Stafford, DJ Shockley. I mean, you go back to the Buck Baloos and and all the guys that played Fran Tarkenton. We've had some great players. And most of them never won anything, you know, maybe a bowl game here and there. But this guy here showed up. I think what's the beauty of it is he has a team around him full of stars, man, full of college stars, potentially pro stars. That That's how you win championships. Uh, Champ Bailey is with us. He's an honorary captain for the Peach Bowl. He has no idea what he's doing when he gets there. He's just representing the Georgia Bulldogs because he's one of the all-time great Georgia Bulldogs. (laughs) Going to be part of the coin toss. Do you know that? If not, I'm breaking the news. Going to be part of the coin toss. (laughs) You know, I was fortunate enough to do it at the Georgia-Florida game this year, being in the Georgia-Florida 
that rivalries Hall of Fame going in this year and to be able to do it again in on the national stage. I mean, this is this is it. Yeah. Wait, how many Hall of Fames are you in? Because we thought that you were in three. We thought you were Ooh. in the Chick Fil A Chick Fil A Peach Bowl Hall of Fame, the the National the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. This year, you got into the College Football Hall of Fame. You're also in the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame. Damn. Yes, you know, to be honest, I want to say eight or eight, nine. eight or oh, yeah. And you know, trust me, half of them I didn't know existed until I retired. <laughs> so there's the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh in kentucky huh. i was born in kentucky i might have lived there for a year and a half okay um dang what is what is the other hall of fame oh the georgia sports hall of fame the georgia high school football hall of fame right the colorado sports hall of fame the pro football hall of fame college football hall of fame i'm sure i'm leaving one out why the you colorado make- one just out of curiosity what about Wait it? for the Broncos? Yeah. Oh, the Broncos. The Broncos. Jesus Christ, yeah. champ. Mm. Holy hell, man. Yeah, exactly. Every state you walk into, you go into their all yeah. fame. Every state except Washington. Uh, well, that's not a state, but, you know, yeah. my, my commanders, <laughs> they they don't they don't show me a lot of love. But Well, you know, I mean, you what saw, you saw uh, what they did for Sean Taylor. Months, it's fine, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, exactly. you know. <laughs> you know, I just New ownership might love one. you. Right. I just saw somebody, I can't remember who it was, just had an unveiling of a statue. And I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. Yeah, Sean Taylor, that it looked like it was in a Nike store. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. He's saying there's an example of one that's not how you yeah, do it. it was he just, just saw recently. one where that is how you do it. No, it was Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dirk. Dirk. Like, oh it was perfect. Now that's, You're right. Now, that's a yeah. statue right there. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where they dropped the ball on that one, but, you know, it, it's, it's typical. I can what tell you they the dropped champ- the ball. Daniel Snyder. That's where they yeah. dropped the ball. Go ahead, Bill. Sorry. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, I what did. Would the champ- 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 Bailey did not say like. that. I said it for the record, just so we're clear. What would a Champ Bailey statue look like? Uh, Is there a Champ Bailey statue? No, not at mm-hmm. all. I-, I think the most honorable thing that I've been awarded was my high school named the field, uh, my high school field after me. Right, oh, that's cool. like that's mm, that's, that's cool. a big deal, and that's goosebumps, yeah. I, you know, I still think we're looking for our first black head coach. So, you know, that's a big deal in my community, and we're a town of about three thousand people. So, that's a big deal, South Georgia. How many Hall of Fames would you trade for a statue? Like the Kentucky one sounds like it can go. Well, I'd say none because I don't want to disrespect, you know, mm. you know, the honor that they gave me. But anybody want to build a statue of me? The bus is enough, right? The bus—that's right. I'm satisfied with that. I don't know if I'm worthy of a statue at this point. I think I got a lot more work to do. No, you're you're, you're worthy. Uh, what what goes into like what comes along with being in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl Hall of Fame? Do you get Chick Fil A for life? How does that work? Nah, that that, that would be nice. You yes, know, that, right? that, it's funny. It's the Peach Bowl committee that's been reaching out to me. So I'm I'm waiting for somebody from Chick Fil A to call me and say mm. I got a lifetime supply of chicken nuggets. That'd be nice. Right. Well, listen, your specialty is being a world-class athlete. My specialty is being a world-class asshole, okay? And so, so here's what I would do. No, champ, this is it's a leverage opportunity. You don't show up to that peach bowl and flip that coin until you no. get a No, I, he should Billy, you should be with me on this. He should get a Chick-fil-A card that allows him free Chick-fil-A whenever he walks in. That's it. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I need to increase my demands, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, real quick here, and we appreciate you joining us. What do you make of what's going on uh, in Denver? Uh, you're in the Colorado State Hall of Fame. Uh, what do you make mm. with, with what's going on here in Denver, Russell Wilson, the Broncos? It, it seems 
I, I have a hard time believing, Champ, that a guy who I consider to be one of the great quarterbacks I've ever yeah. seen like three years ago would just run away yeah. like that. I refuse to believe that happened. So what's your read on it? Uh, I'm with you on that, Stu. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard to really point the finger at him. I think it's it's easy for people to do that because he's naturally the leader of that team. Right. But there's a lot of pieces that had to come together in such a short time frame. I mean, you think about a new head coach, new quarterback. There's a there's a lot of room that for them to like they they needed time to mesh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think this firing was premature? Uh, I'm 50-50 on that. You know, I, I think there was a lot of I think some some guys had some apprehension about him becoming the head coach in the first place. And, you know, you hear those rumblings and you wonder when that's going to catch up. And then losses usually speed things up and make you make changes. But you got a new ownership group coming in. They want their guy. I mean, I saw it happen firsthand. My rookie year, Dan Snyder takes over the team. I'm not his guy. He didn't draft me. He obviously didn't hire North Turner, who was the head coach at the time. And he was out in a year and a half, you know, so – you know, it happens. You know, most people, when they when new ownership, new head coach come in, people want their people, the ones that they pick, to lead the charge. And, you know, you can see a little bit of that happening. Uh, Champ, we, uh, we appreciate your time again. He's going to be an honorary captain at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. He'll be... Uh... He'll be representing the University of Georgia, uh, and they play uh, December 31st, 8 p.m. kickoff in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, size it up for us. Give us who you think is going to – well, I know you think Georgia's going to win. Yeah, Give right. us the other game. Who plays Georgia in the national championship? I got to say Michigan. I don't see why they lose to TCU. Uh, right. You know, I was a little surprised TCU still got in. I understand their case, but, you know. Oh, you kicked the them out and put Alabama in, right? Uh, yeah. You know – they won the games, I, champ. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to see Alabama get in, so I'm happy yeah, with TCU being in. I'm I'm proud of that program and how they, you know, put it right. together. But I, I see Georgia, Michigan, and okay. you know, obviously, you know who I see winning the the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> we, we don't need to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see uh, if my I, Michigan boys to take the bet this year. How about oh that? Oh my God! There should be a statue <laughs> of you at the University of Georgia. I'm serious. Yeah, uh, there should be one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, are you kidding me? We, we've had so many greats. I mean, if, if I get one, there are about 10 more guys to be lined up for one. Champ, you are a top three, you know this, a top three cornerback of all time. Plus, you played offense. You're one of the great athletes ever. I mean, come on. I appreciate it, man. You know, yeah. I, I, I like to think I did my thing, but, you know, everybody else got to think so. Who, if, if Since we're here, quickly, who are your top five cornerbacks? You're including yourself, but give me top five corners of all time. You have to be on that top list, five? of course. Yeah. I, I'm not going to include myself. Um, okay, take yourself I'm going to start old school, Willie Brown. Wow. Mel Blunt. Right. I'm going to go uh, Rod Woodson. Yeah. And my two teammates, Daryl and Dion. Daryl and Dion. All right. Yeah, no particular order, but, you know. I like how you did that. It was very, uh, it was very well done by you. You didn't piss anyone off. You, Champ Bailey ain't here to piss anyone off. That's oh, it. absolutely. Those are my guys, man. Those are my idols, man. I, I you know, it's kind of hard to categorize them and put them in order. It's, man, they're all greats. Dion's going to be joining you in the Colorado State Hall of Fame pretty soon, huh? Oh, you better believe it. You better believe it. He took over the right program, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They're, they're ripe for, for a reconstruction up there, and I'm, I'm glad he took that job. It's pretty cool. He's going to do well, you think, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. think so. I mean, yeah. he's a – I mean, first of all, they're going to make a lot of money. 
one, which everybody wants in business, but he's a winner. Have you ever known Dion not to win? Nope. Like, exactly. So, yep. what do we expect? We you expect want a coach or you're good. You want a coach or you're good? You're good, Chip? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good. I, I love being behind the scenes, and, and that, that coaching is a lifestyle. And he has his reasons to be out there. I mean, I think he loves football that much. He's showing that. But I don't see myself going down that road. All right. Uh, check uh, check him out at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, he'll be the honorary captain for Georgia. We'll all find out together. I'm including Champ Bailey. What exactly it is that he'll be doing? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it, regardless, man. All right, regardless. Champ. This was great, man. We appreciate it, and uh, Thank you, have guys. a great time. Good luck to Georgia, man. Appreciate it. Go dogs. All right, we are minus Mojo, uh, but we've been minus Mojo the entire season, pretty much. Uh, we are we are minus Chris Gronkowski. Was Chris bringing Bro back? What happened there, Billy? What, what's going on with Chris? Chris, so we're on vacation technically, even though we basically had a show every day this week, yeah. and we were just going to kind of put. Uh, well, yeah. we were just going to put out a quick thing, and then Chris is like, "Are we going to make picks this week?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure." We were just going to kind of text you guys and be like, "Hey, who do you guys like?" So that none of one, no one would have to record this week, and we just kind of put out a quick episode. And then Chris like initiated this whole thing. He's like, "Hey, are we doing picks this week? I want to bring Ro back." Blah blah blah. And here we are, and, and Chris has not shown up, so we don't really know what's going on with Chris right now. Jabba, you know what? I don't feel like you have enough say around here for someone who's so committed to the show, mm -hmm. okay? And okay, Funk is, and Carl Douglas is the busiest of all of us, okay? So he shows up when he could show up, and he's here today, okay? What? You're going to love this. We what? still don't have Chris, but right now in the waiting room is Ro. Okay, so. great. Good. We'll take him. We'll have Ro. Ro, Ro is going to pick for Chris, okay? Without they might Chris. be together. But Jabba, here's the ruling I want from Jabba, okay? <laughs> I, Jabba, Chris Gronkowski doesn't show up. Mojo doesn't show up. What should that? Owen Fives, right? It should be Owen wow. Fives. They should be able to text their picks in. Get out of here. I mean, they're both in last place anyway, so it doesn't okay. matter. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be an improvement for Mojo. Yeah. Hey, Ro, where's your boy at? Where are your Ro boys at? Where's Chris? Looks like you're in some sort of uh, training area right now. Is that is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Kicking people's ass? No, always pumping the pythons, brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ro, I, I I hate to be uh, the bearer of bad news, but you were 0-4 and one last week. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head at me, Ro? I didn't make the picks. You made them. I mean. No, no, I suck. You know, I just uh, I, you know, you know, whenever you say something bad about Aaron Rodgers, he always does the opposite. So it's yeah, like. It's true. Right. But do you feel a big bounce back week coming here, Ro, or what? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, because you know what's going to happen here. A couple more 4 and 1s, you're going to have to get Hulk Hogan on, you know? Mm. Okay, okay. Ro knows uh, wrestling. He doesn't know much about football right now. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, Java, your coin's been on fire as well, I feel like, right? I mean, it's still cooking. We still got it. All right. So who wants to make the decision as to what happens here to Chris Gronkowski, who's not here? And to Mojo, who is also not here. Uh, Ro, do you want to make the ruling? Because everyone seems to be sprinting away from this. So Mojo's not here. Chris Gronkowski's not here. I think they should both get 0 in five weeks. Ro, what do you think? Um, may take an ice bath. Make him take an ice bath. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. But how, what are we going to do with their picks? Like, do you want to give them a 0 in five and take an ice bath? Or what do you think? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Billy, that's the way you do it. Who's going to argue with the kid? You know? Mm -hmm. But. Real quick, the problem is they're tied, so giving them both 0-5s does nothing. Yeah. yeah. Bro, which one do you like more? I, I, I'm assuming oh. it's Chris, right? Yes. All right, so okay. you want to give Chris a 1-4 to Mojo 0-5? 
Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. If, if, if you care about Chris, you, you'll want to do this. You'll be hooking Chris up. You give Chris yes. a one and four week. You give Mojo an 0 and 5. You give Chris the one and four. I'll give Mojo the 0 and 5 and deal with him. I'm, I'm giving I'm giving the Chris um, one and four. I'll okay. give Mojo 0, 4 and 1. Okay. <laughs> Carl, does this hold up? See, hey, I'm one and five legit, so I can't say shit right now. I gotta be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I know when to be quiet. I'm a good lawyer. I know when to be quiet. Oh, my God. I love you, Carl Douglas. All right. Let's get to uh, here, here are the uh, totals after 16 weeks. I can't believe we're at 16 weeks of football. Antonio Tarver, three and two. He has been in the lead the entire season. Not anymore. He already knows. K Funk. 48, 30, and 3, a 611 winning percentage, better than Tarver's 600 win percentage. A season for the ages for K Funk. Holy shit, K Funk. Congratulations, man. F you, Tarver. Yeah. Oh, F you, Tarver. Where is he with Frank Stallone? <laughs> He's here. I, he'll come back on. I don't know about Frank, though. Tarver, you got any excuses tonight? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Rose what happened, Antonio Tarver? Oh, you would, uh, Ro, Are you are you challenging Antonio Tarver? You should do it right now. Yeah, I am. Uh, so, K Funk, listen, you're having a season for the ages. Okay, you're in first place. Congratulations, Jabba and the Coin, thirty-seven, forty-one, and three, four seventy-five win percentage. Chris Gronkowski, thirty-two, forty-six, and three. Mojo, thirty-two, forty-six, and three. We've already established Chris one and four this week. Mojo oh four and one this week. It was a good call by you, Mikey. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Rosalind the Witch two and three. Carl Douglas twenty thirty four and one. Uh, Grace three and seven. And Roe, again, I'm sorry to share this with everyone, but oh four right. and one. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's all right. All right. And uh, last week, K Funk four zero and one. Mojo two two and one. Java two two and one. Carl 0-4-1, Chris 0-4-1, Roe 0-4-1. Jeez, right. are you serious? Yeah, terrible, you guys. Yeah, terrible. Well, not for you. Every week's been great. Look at him. He is so cocky. He's got swagger. He just throws back his fucking mimosa. I mean, <laughs> K-Funk looks like a different man. He really does. I'm telling you. Roe, when, when do you go back to school? Uh, I think, like, nine days until. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Whenever we you go feel back, like it, bro. I mean, we go I back. I don't like school. I don't like school. Yeah, school's for losers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was saying, I, I agree. Really good advice. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Don't listen to that, man. No, but I don't. The like man school. in the big house went to school a lot. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Ro, did you hear that from Mikey A? It's great advice. By far the most successful and wealthiest man in this chat. <laughs> Went to school. Went to a great school. Okay. Went to a great school. Nebraska. Talking about Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Became a pitcher. Uh, now owns restaurants. Anyway, let's get to the games. Here we go. This week's games. Are you ready? <laughs> Browns at Commanders. Carl Douglas is easily, Jabba is easily the most successful guy here after me. Browns at Commanders. Let's go to Carl Douglas first. Uh, the Commanders, who are starting Carson Wentz. Wentz is back. Uh, the Commanders at home taking on the Browns and Deshaun Watson. We go to Carl Douglas first on this game. Carl, who are you taking? 
I don't know what to do, but I'll go and take the Commanders and take the points, man. Okay, you're, you're taking the Commanders. Ro, who are you taking here? Commanders minus two at home. If Watson playing, I'm taking the Commanders. I really okay, am. Watson is playing, so you are taking the Commanders. Uh, let's yes. go to K-Funk. K-Funk, Commanders minus two at home. I'll go with the home team here. I'll take the Commanders. Jabba, Heads, Cleveland, Tails, Commanders. Flip it. Tails. Tails, you have the uh, the commanders. I'd be thrilled getting whatever K-Funk is picking right now. Seriously. <laughs> like, K-Funk, I'm going to fade you. I'm taking all your picks this week, okay? This is where it goes to some, shit. It's, there's some tough games this week, so you might you might do all right. I know. This is one of them right uh -oh, here. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Alert, yeah. alert. Someone joined. He's going to come in. in like a maniac. Just wait. <laughs> well, I'm moving on to the next exciting. game. That's, that's what I'm doing. Uh, he's 0-1 right now. Wow. Let's go to uh, – yeah, I'm not playing around, Billy. I'm tired. I got to go. I told you guys I got to go. Mm. Uh, here we go. Vikings at Packers. Packers minus three and a half. Uh, I am going to uh, – I'm going to go to K-Funk first. Packers minus three and a half at home. Take it on the Vikings. K-Funk, what do you got? I'm going to take the Packers here. Packers minus three and a half. Row. Who you got? Uh, Aaron Rodgers can't take his medication two weeks in a row, so I'm going with uh, – I'm going with the other team, so – that is a great breakdown of the game. Carl Douglas, Packers minus three and a half. Who you got? I think that Aaron needs it more than Kirk Cousins, so I'm going to go with the Packers this week. He does. That's, that's, that's good analysis right there. Mojo, can you hear me? What's up, everybody? How are you, buddy? With the Packers, I heard you say that I'm already 0-1 even well, though... Well, no, I no, no, listen. You showed up, so your picks are valid. Chris Gronkowski has already been given a 0-4-1 week, okay? By Roe. Roe did this to him, okay? No, no Roe said 1-4. All right, Roe's given him a 1-4 week. It was you I was going to give an 0-4-1 week to, but you're here, so now yeah. you get to make your picks, okay? But I just am... so you know, Chris Gronkowski has gotten 1-4 this week for not being here. Mm. I am mortified by... Integrity of this show is going, fellas. We're just <laughs> giving away 0 and 4 weeks. What the hell is this? Uh, we're giving them away for people who don't show up who instigated us doing this <laughs> fucking segment this week. Wow. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I'm lashing out. So, Mojo, catch up with us. Commanders minus two at home against the Browns. What you got? Commanders. There you go. Packers minus three and a half Vikings. <laughs> you taking the pack? Excellent. All right. Now we are all caught up, my friend. Uh, heads Vikings, tails Packers. Flip it. Tails. All right, so you have the Packers. That All right, here we go to the uh, to the third game. Uh, Chargers, who are in the playoffs, clinched last week. Minus six and a half, taking on the Rams. Baker Mayfield starting to play better. Uh, we go to uh, K-Funk first here. Actually, let's go to Mojo first. Chargers minus six and a half at home, taking on the Rams. You know what, baby? Give me <laughs> Rams. You're taking the Rams, okay? So uh, Chris has the Chargers. Let's go to Row. Row, Chargers minus six and a half. Take it on the Rams. Who you got? Battle of the shitty teams. I'm going with the Rams. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. The Chargers are playoff team, Row. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Works actually. for me. Let's go to Carl Douglas. Chargers <laughs> minus six and a half. They're taking on the Rams. Row, you're the star of these proceedings. Go ahead. Rams minus uh, Chargers minus six and a half, Carl. Guys, this is the battle of L.A. I'm a lifetime Ram fan, but I'm a realist. So this week, I'm taking the Chargers and giving up the points. I can't even believe I'm doing this shit, but I am. All right. Oh, Listen, oh, Carl, I thought you'd be thrilled with Baker. Wow. He's playing well. I don't, I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer. Okay. Huh. All right. 
understandably so. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to K Funk. K Funk, are you taking here? I'm gonna stay on this Baker train. I'm gonna take the the Rams here. Okay, you're taking the Rams. Uh, we yeah. have everyone's we got everyone's picks. Jabi, here we go. Uh, we have uh, heads, Rams, tails, Chargers. Tails. All right, you have the Chargers. I like that one. Uh, we move on to the next game. I'm going to Carl Douglas first. Ravens at home, minus three. Put the kids to bed. I mean, seriously, when these two teams get together, physical, violent game, Ravens minus three at home. Take it on the Steelers. Carl Douglas, who you got? Two got My wife is from Pittsburgh, so I got to take the Steelers. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> happy wife, happy, happy life. Wife, happy life. I get it. <laughs> I knew it was coming, Carl. <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Mojo. Mojo, who do you have here? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens because of Maryland, and to go opposite Mr. Douglas. Okay, <laughs> all right, I like it. Uh, so you're taking the Ravens. That leaves Chris with the Steelers here. Let's go to uh, Row. Row, who are you going with here? Knockout, drag out. I'm going Steelers. Knockout, drag out, go with Steelers. That's what you, you know. What knockout, drag out? You always take Mike Tomlin, row. It's a good strategy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, K Funk, who's basically Wayne Root now. Who are you taking here, K Funk? I'm with, I'm with the greatest picker in the land. I'm with Row on this one. It's probably going to be a twelve to six game. I'm going to take the Steelers or twelve right. to nine or some shit. You're taking Steelers. the Steelers. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, yo, Mojo, I got a question for you. Oh yeah. boy. Question for you too, Rob. Waiting for did, a break. Did you did you bring your balls today? Did you? Ah! Did you? I just got that question for you. Did you? How could you write such nice things on every Instagram post I put up ever? And now when we see each other again, you insult me. What is this? You didn't answer. No, the question. man, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. It's I just because like your social media team is the one saying the nice things, and it was never wow. you. Guys, ten years old, he's got a social media team. Well, yeah, but did, did you bring your balls or not, though? Did or you bring the balls? Or, yeah. I mean, yeah, did you? Um, yeah. Okay. Two, three. They're all here. You know, Mojo's a different guy <laughs> from the in-laws. You can tell. I mean, <laughs> wait, Java, have you noticed this? He's on good behavior. You like you're noticing this, right? Yeah. Bill, Bill's the only one that got that. <laughs> I missed it, but if Billy's laughing, I know Billy's it's funny. Laughing. That's the hardest I've ever seen him laugh. No, that was good. You guys should listen to me when I talk. He used to when there was three of us. Now there's yeah. 69 of us, and I get lost in the shuffle. K-Funk thinks it's yeah. his show, guest starring Billy, Stu Gatz, and Mikey A. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, listen. Oh, Stu Gatz is making people's picks. They're not even here. And then uh -huh. it evolved to him just giving everyone else. Yeah. Regardless, you went on a ten-week honeymoon. Don't lash out at me. Yeah. Well, it needs to be done sometimes. <laughs> yeah. See the world. It was very important. Heads, Ravens, tail Steelers. Heads. All right. So you have the Ravens. I'm not certain if Lamar Jackson's back or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, Bills at Bengals. The game of the weekend. Perhaps the game of the year. What a beauty this is. Bills at Bengals. Bengals are plus one and a half at home. <laughs> Taking on the Buffalo Bills. This game could decide who's the one seed in the AFC. Let's go to uh let's go to Roe first. Roe, who are you taking here? Bengals plus one and a half. Instant classic. I'm going with Joe Barrow. <laughs> Instant mm. classic. I love you, Roe. My God. Uh, 
All right, so you're going with Cincinnati. Let's go to uh, let's go to Carl Douglas. Who you take it here? I'm agreeing with Roe. I think Joe Burrow is on a hot streak right now. I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, I think he's the best quarterback in football. Let's go to uh, K Funk. We know, K-Funk. we know. You tell us every week. We know K Funk because well, he is, and he keeps winning every week. Who you taking? And you tell us who you're four zero and one every week. Keep going. Um, I love both these guys. I, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen on this one though. Really? Wow, yes. look at you. Um, let's go to uh, Mojo here on this final game here. Just right opposite Chris in that <laughs> spot. Okay. And then, and then Ro, go find Chris, and you see those circular disc-shaped things behind you <laughs> over your shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, those, those weight, are called brother. weights. He won't be able to lift them, but if you take them off the rack and hand it to him, maybe you can help him. <laughs> lift them because he's embarrassing himself every week. Mm. It's nauseating. Oh. All right, now back to the picks. We got two guys. We got two minutes. We got to go. Back to the picks. Let's keep not, it moving. Not fair to his family. Come on, let's go. Guest star, right. Bill, Mikey, and Stu. No, not fair to all our families. Okay, let's well, do this. Heads, heads, Bills. My kids haven't said a word in two hours. They're like, Dad, stop talking. Uh, heads, Bills. Tails, Bengals. Go ahead, uh, Java. Flip it. Tails. All right, so tails is Bengals. Hey, brother, I got a Rono's Ice Shaker coming out Friday. Y'all got to get it, brother. Y'all got to get it. Y'all got to get it. Rono's Ice Shaker. Rono's Ice Shaker. <laughs> Rono's Ice Shaker. <laughs> Ro also knows Hulk Hogan that I'll have to get on this show because he's 0-4-1. Love you, Ro. Happy New Year, dude. Hey, bro, brothers, do you know how old Hulk Hogan is? No. 69. 69! <laughs> what you're gonna do with a power of Pokemania and the largest arms in the world runs wild on you, the brothers. <sighs> oh, he walked it off. What an exit. <laughs>